Hey everybody, welcome back to the SoCap, SoCap, oh my gosh, huh? <laughs> welcome to the SoCap Improv Comedy Podcast. My name is Ralph, I am the, uh, Ralph McLeod, I am the owner and artistic director of the SoCap Improv Comedy Theater in Toronto. We are located at 154 Danforth Avenue, above the Black Swan Tavern on the Danforth, on the second and third floor, we do improv classes, shows, events. You can rent our space, put your own thing on. We do corporate events. Uh, we do private events, too. Uh, got a birthday coming up. I'll tell you, there's nothing more fun than getting uh, a bunch of your friends together or family and doing an improv class. Uh, it happens. done many of them. Um, they're very, 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 very fun. Uh, cool. So uh, every uh, podcast has a sponsor. Today's sponsor is uh, Dale's Alligator Petting Farm. Come on down to Dale's Alligator Petting Farm, where you can get up close and personal with some of uh, nature's most uh, compelling creatures. That's Dale's Alligator Petting Farm, formerly Dale and Sons Alligator Petting Farm, just off Route 69. All right. So uh, what are we talking about here? Well, we're talking about improv improvisational comedy um but uh at least with as 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 a, as much attention paid to people who do not want to be professional comedians because improv has so many best practices i don't like the word rules a lot of best practices that when employed on stage make great comedy but then when employed in real life also tend to make one, um, how should I put this, uh, more likable, uh, more able to deal with uh, self-consciousness, helps to improve self-confidence. In fact, some of the things we ask people to do when we ask them to improvise are things like, oh, put your focus on the other person, suspend your judgment, like people, say yes, uh serve the relationship the interaction the very same things that happen to human beings when we bond with other human beings in you know with our with really good friends when we're falling in love these are the same things that happen think about if you've if you've been fortunate enough to fall in love and you think about what happens to you when that happened or happens uh, that's what improv can get you, that kind of exhilarating flow state where you're part of something that's bigger than you and you're thinking about other people, you're not judgy, and uh, you're not worrying about where it's going, you're just existing in the moment. And it's uh, compelling and very, 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 very fun. All right, so today what I wanted to uh, we talk about is a, uh, an expression we have in improv. I can't use the real expression because I'm trying to keep this uh, without any swear words. So let's just call it uh, calling people on their garbage, calling people out on the garbage, they say. You can use a different word for garbage if you like. But, um, and what that basically means is if someone says something that is uh, out of place, odd, strikes you as weird, uh, unrelatable, you don't know what they're talking about, ask. Now, this doesn't mean to do it in a... Um, uh, you know, a, a, um, a, a rude or cruel way. It just means follow up and get the information. Uh, or if you don't follow up, uh, you can also supply your own interpretation of what the 
person gets. So let's probably, this will be easier to understand with an example. Uh, so there was a scene in my class uh, a couple weeks ago in which a, it was between a grandfather and his grandson. And uh, both actors are about the same age. Uh, and uh, but the, the actor playing the grandson was probably around a teen, around the 14 to 16, maybe 17, um, that age range, and his grandfather. And when he showed up, the first thing the grandfather did was offered his grandson a cigarette. Uh, which, you know, I love it. It's great. Uh, and then the actor playing the grandson took that cigarette right away and made no comment about it. And, um, you know, if that scene had taken place 20, 30 years ago, that might have been fine. But now it just leaves a gaping, like, question in the minds of everybody watching that. Well, wait a minute. Uh, why is he giving his presumably teenage grandson a cigarette and the grandson just takes it with no and then when he took it he started smoking it he didn't he didn't enjoy it so he wasn't obviously this character was not someone that smoked a lot so in this case just that everything is up to the audience to infer what is happening uh in assuming they have questions about why a grandfather is giving his teenage grandson a cigarette. They may not in this case or in many cases, but usually what happens is the audience doesn't, they don't laugh. They kind of are now stuck in time. They're kind of like, well, why is he smoking? Why did he take it? Does he fear his grandfather? Does he love him? Uh, but every, in that case, everybody in the audience will come up with different reasons. There's not one unifying reason. And so generally audiences will get stuck in that moment and will miss everything that comes afterwards because they're still trying to figure out because audiences, when they watch something, they want to be a part of it. And if they can't figure out what's going on, they won't be a part of it and they'll tune up and because it's not for them. Similarly, if you are out in the real world and you have a situation like this, follow up uh, or make an assumption, but ask. Is this what you mean? So what I would suggest and what I suggested to the to this to the actor playing the grandson in this case is uh ask grandpa <laughs> why are you giving me a cigarette? I'm fifteen. I can't smoke. Uh, a little segue here to say that that is saying yes. Okay. That is yes anding. Uh because the yes anding the yes is not when you say yes and, it doesn't mean you do everything other actors, other characters tell you to do, right? That's not what yes anding is. Not in my case, not in my opinion anyway. Yes anding is, okay, I understand that the person playing my grandfather has offered me a cigarette, and I'm going to turn that down because that's awful, <laughs> you know, or uh, or it makes no sense. Or, okay, well, my maybe my grandfather is not a nice person. So... What I suggested is, yes, ask, ask grandpa, why are you uh, giving me a cigarette? Or the other option, or a, another option, there's only two, is to accept it if you wanted to, and then tell us why it's okay. Ah, thank you, grandpa. Ah, you know, I love smoking cigarettes, you know, in, here in the 1950s. Maybe someday we'll figure out this is bad for us, but not now. And in that case, the audience will laugh. 
they'll laugh because, oh, I see what's going on. Okay, it's the 50s. That's why he took that cigarette. See, the audience just wants to know what's going on. Uh, now, you can do the same thing in the real world, too. You can ask, make an assumption, uh, but get clarity or clarification on what's going on. And when we improvise in scenes, we do each moment at a time. So the way I look at it is with going back to this moment of, you know, a teenage boy being offered a cigarette. Bef until we know why, what's going on with that, we can't really move on to the next beat, right? Because you're going to leave your audience still wondering about this and they're not, they're going to be much less inclined, less likely, less inclined to continue listening to you as you move forward. So settle that moment first. Why do they get a cigarette? Okay, solve it, work it out, move on. Now, I love, because it's pretend, right, and we can misbehave, I love being a grandfather in a scene and offering my grandchild a cigarette, right, or getting them behind the wheel of a car, even though they've never driven before, or having a couple of drinks and then getting behind the wheel of a car. Because these things are pretend, they're not real. We can misbehave and it's fun to misbehave in a place when it's not real because um, it's very compelling and it's like going to see a wild animal behind in a cage. It's beautiful and majestic, but it can't hurt you. And so it's a way to experience something that you can't experience in the real world. So call people out on the stuff they say or provide a justification yourself. Um, you know, that's, and, and not, and again, you don't, I would recommend you not do this in a, you know, heavy handed or rude, like a, like a way that says, what's that about? Not that way. Like if you do that with a smile, it's very palatable. Grandpa, <laughs> you're offering me a cigarette. You know, I'm only 15 years old, right? Cause I love it. Uh, then we still understand what's going on. The son knows it's wrong, but wants to do the grandson knows it's wrong, but wants to do it anyway because he's uh, adventurous or whatever. But we will know and we will laugh at that because, oh, he's behaving badly, but it's relatable because he's young and he wants to try something he hasn't tried before. So it's relatable and it's funny, but it's funny because it is relatable because we understand what's going on. And that's why it's very important to call people out when they say something that is odd Right. So another example would be, uh, 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 you know, one spouse comes home and announces to the other spouse, I've had an affair. And the cuckolded spouse goes, oh, thank God. Now, when they when they do that, that will create dissonance and tension because no one knows why they're happy. They'll make some assumptions. Everybody will make an assumption, probably. But we don't know. And that tension, that dissonance, causes people to hold their breath, get tense. Why did he do that? Why did he react that way? Or she, why did they react that way? Um, but everybody wants to know. Now, if that's just left there, oh, thank goodness. Whew, what's for dinner? Oh, let's have some, you know, corn. Um, everybody will be, wait a minute. Well, hold on. Why do you say yeah me? We we stuck on that moment. So we need the answer. Now... Uh, can you wait a bit and circle back to that? Not too much. And not a lot can happen in the intervening time because the audience is still wondering what's going on. 
and if you leave them outside too long, they'll chew that. So if the person says, oh, thank goodness, which I love because it is an unexpected thing, then it must be followed up with. So if the person who says, oh, thank goodness, oh, so relieved, doesn't say any more, it's incumbent upon our cheating partner to say like, well, wait a minute, I thought you'd be devastated. Oh, well, yeah, I guess I should be, but really, I'm just thankful that you're doing that because now I get to do it. And now the audience will laugh because they'll understand why that character said like, oh, thank goodness before, because he also wants to cheat. So this is actually good news, but without providing the context for it, he won't know. Because we expect when someone is told that their spouse is cheating, we expect them to be out, outraged or sad or, well, <laughs> I guess those are the big two, right? To be incredibly angry and or sad, devastated, hurt, heartbroken. These are what we expect. And if someone goes like, oh, thank goodness, that creates a dissonance that has to be addressed. So call people out on what they say. And if you don't like to do that, don't, don't do it in a bad way. Do it in a nice way. And if you don't like to do that, provide already the uh, justification. So, sweetheart, I'm cheating. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, I see why you're happy. Because now you get to do it. So you can provide one for them. Because remember, this is a team effort. This is all of us. We serve the relationship, serve the scene. It's not incumbent upon any one person to provide any one thing. It is incumbent upon us to do our thing and for us to get out of our way and serve what's happening. Anyway, that's it for today. Uh, call people out on what they say in the real world too. You know, what do you mean by that? What's going on? What's happening? Oh, I, you know, uh, I know it's, it's hard for us to contradict people or call them out or, or seek clarification. We're supposed to just laugh and, and keep going. But uh, often in those spaces, some real interesting discovery and bonding. Anyway, that's it for today. Don't forget to visit Dale's Alligator Petting Farm, formerly Dale and Sons Alligator Petting Farm. Mm. All right. Have a great day, everybody. Take care. Bye.